Hey everybody, this is Luke, and welcome back to The Breakdown, and I am here with... Pastor Wally, good to be here. Good to have you, welcome. Thank you. How have you been doing? I've been doing awesome. I'm really excited awesome. about this time together, Luke. It's going to be great. Good. You've been enjoying your summer? That's been awesome. Yeah. We got to Missouri at the Lake of the Ozarks with our family. And awesome. It's been so good. And so just enjoying summer here at HBC too. That's so cool. <laughs> and you just had a birthday. Yes. Yesterday. Yeah. That's 63. Good. And, uh, 63? Yep. Oh, wow. Celebra- okay. Celebrated here with the staff and it was just great. It was so good. I just love to be with my my brothers and sisters in Christ, and it was great. That's awesome. Yeah. I You make 63 look really good. <laughs> Thank you. So if I look like you at 63, I'll be really happy. Praise God. <laughs> um, so I just had this thought come to me. What What is an insight that you feel like the Lord really brought you over the last year? You know, and as you're looking to mm-hmm. your next year of life, like what, what would you say is like something that you really took away and that you're leaning into as you go forward? Thanks for asking. The insight I'm, I'm really getting is, you know, really focusing more on some of the resting. Um, I feel like the the my my nature is to do. Um, I love ministry. I love serving. The Lord's been saying, mm-hmm. you know, I want you to be uh, more in this place of rest and out of the rest and the overflow and just time with with Papa. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that's my dad in heaven. I'm able to really kind of get more clarity, less clutter, less about the distractions of what I need to do, and more of the what what even Pastor Kurt said about the message. I know. Wasn't that I'm so hearing cool? you talk about I was, this. I'm I was like, actually this is, convicted, this is but also affirmed that this is something yeah. that I'm progressively working towards more uh, of the being and, and becoming and, and that sonship. So I, that was really something this year, and I, I want to do better mm. as I get into my 63rd year. Here. That's awesome. That's fantastic. And, you know, as someone who really uh, is really grateful for, for your mentorship and uh, your your heart for the Lord and your walk with the Lord, like I really see, I see that on you and it really uh, it speaks to me as well. So thank you so That's much. Good. Thank you, Luke. I appreciate it. So coming back to Sunday, Sunday was amazing. It was amazing. Um, awesome worship with Jamal. Mm, yes. uh, both services. I don't know if, if you were in one or the other or both. It, it was amazing. You know, the first uh, worship service was really this emphasis on resting yes. with the Father, mm-hmm. sitting with the mm-hmm. Father. Um, and then the second service, there was this emphasis on like how worthy He is. Yes. Um, and and I just see how those those both go together where it's what he really desires is that we would sit with him and we sit with him because he is worthy. Yes. And it is in him that we have that place of rest and he's done all the work. Right. It, it, it's finished. Yes. <laughs> right? I mean, it's just so cool to have people literally sitting mm-hmm. um, on, on the altar. And, and then again, I think there was a reference to that, just the, the posture of sitting and just having mm. dad be there with us, but the worthiness of, of the Lord Jesus to say, you can sit and be with yeah. me and, uh, and rest in me and, yes. and, and worship in that yeah. place where it's, it's not striving. It's almost a, a, an ease. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's really beautiful. And I, I've felt the Lord leading me into that more recently where it's, you know, it's his love mm. that yeah. casts out fear. Right. And it's his love that, that covers me, uh, but also provides for me, right. nourishes me, yes. and just does everything for me. Right. It's, right? It's, it's, it's there all. is none of me. <laughs> There's no lack. Right. And so when, and when we walk in that, then it's the fear and the anxiety and all the 
the toil that the mm -hmm. enemy wants to put back on us, right. it can't exist. Exactly. There's a wholeness and a completeness and a covering in that, in that place in which uh, we, we just, we sense this overwhelming peace. It's hard to even kind of put into words, but it, it, it draws you in deeper mm. and, and the trust and faith to go into the depths of that almost like you're in the deeper waters, yeah. but you know that the, the Lord is holding you into a place of safety. Amen. Amen. Uh, and then just uh, by way of some announcements, uh, going into this next year, September, it's year four of School of the Spirit, which is wonderful, amazing. Okay. And, and Pastor Kurt shared more of the vision yes. of what the Lord is showing about how it's going to expand. Um, and if that sounds odd to you, don't worry about it. it. You know, it can take some time to understand that, you know, uh, that we don't live segmented lives of spiritual and then secular and like, oh, well, this business school, that would be a secular thing. No, it's no, not. Right. We live in a kingdom mindset yes. where we are bringing God's kingdom here to earth prophetically to point back to him. Amen. And, and so that is, that's the heart of school of the spirit is that we would walk in the power of the Holy Spirit in our God-given callings and giftings, no matter where uh, the Lord wants to place us in the marketplace. Exactly. It's an empowerment. And again, back in the garden, remember, right? They were created to work. Mm -hmm. They were created to rule. And so this whole school of business, and again, he, he mentioned a little bit about the medical world as yeah. well. Oh, yeah. This encompassing, holistic part of the kingdom that's going to really redeem all the brokenness of what had happened. It's like we're bringing it back, just like Jesus brought us back to the Father through him. Yep. And so I, I'm so excited. I take School of Spirit. I, every, Me too. Every, yeah. <laughs> and I know you teach the uh, yeah. class as well. Yep. So it's been such uh, invigorating and, and enthusiasm mm -hmm. that we're seeing and the equipping of the saints, the maturity. It's so great to watch, Luke. It's it's amazing. And oh, it's Pastor wonderful. Kurt and, it's and it, Jennifer doing great. It is wonderful. Yeah. I just you know I just really felt like you know when when we hear these big visions, sometimes like our our heart starts to yeah. ask, well, why, how, right. like w what is this going to look like? And um, it's we have to submit those things to the Lord, right? And follow exactly. His heart because God gives us like the end picture. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then we just walk towards that and he provides for everything along the Every way. Step along the Again, way. it's, yeah. he's the one who's providing because he's the one who's building the kingdom. Yes. And, and, and we're part of the master builders work and we get to be co-partners in that, right? Amen. Amen. Um, so if you, if you um, have not enrolled in School of the Spirit before, or if you're a returning student, uh, Pastor Kurt did say that enrollment is now open. Yes. Uh, so just go on the website and check out what's being offered this fall and you will have a wonderful a wonderful experience because yes. I, I can promise you that the lord will meet you Amen. pray about which classes mm -hmm. to take mm -hmm. um, what we see every year and this is what i love about school of the spirit is the course offerings like the the class titles stay the same right. however each group of students is unique is. each student is unique yes. um, and each teacher is really leaning on the lord mm -hmm. um, and i experienced this as i taught my first class this past spring you know, the Lord had shown me what the lesson plans were going to be, right. but it was each week he was adding and, and honing in mm -hmm. on how that particular lesson was going to be taught to this particular group of students. It was applicable to the, uh, the students in yeah. the room yeah. and the content was absolutely the same, Yep. but it's so like Holy Spirit in that organic part that 
It's almost like it feels custom made for each person. They're like, yes. did you make this yes. for me? Yes. The Holy yes. Spirit did. Amen. Amen. And that's and that's how it is when we walk with the Spirit. Amen. And you know, I had some people telling like ask me how my first time teaching was. And I said it was a, it was great. And and some have said, oh, it's gonna be easier the second time because you've already done it once. You already have the lessons made. Right. But I have this awareness that it's like, I don't know. Like you, mm-hmm. we have to start each yeah, thing fresh and and allowing the Holy Spirit to insert edit and and you know customize it for yes. that particular group even in the moment right yes sir yeah <laughs> That's great. yeah um so coming into to, uh this week's message um pastor Roy, what where are you feeling uh like the the lord is really calling us to focus in on well we were talking a little bit when we were walking about the the nutrition uh of of god's service his ministry with the father and and again the disciples were really looking at the tangible, practical need of Jesus not eating and, and having that food to sort of nourish his physical body. So I just, there's so much about that nutritional, that father's service, the harvest, you know, kind of what Pastor Kurt even talked about, this, this generation that's being mm. so like welling up, right? Even coming out of the wells. So I, I just, I'm sensing the Lord maybe highlighting that, that Holy Spirit, that nutrition, yeah. You know, what is it? The disciples were being taught and modeled to by Jesus. And sometimes they're perplexed. I, I love the fact that even when, they, when they're coming, they're like, they're talking, he's talking to a woman. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and not just a woman, but a Samaritan right. woman. You know? Right. And, and, you know, my, my version of, the, of uh, the scriptures I was using, the New Living Translation said they were shocked to yeah, find him talking yes, yeah. to a woman. Right. And so I, I and, and again, that lesson of, of how he ministered to that woman, which is peripheral. And then, you know, he tied it. So I wonder if just the nutritional Holy Spirit. And then from that, mm. you know, that, that ministry to those people that maybe you think you could never minister to, but be, yes. because of that. Yes. That, oh, this is good. So anyways, yeah. I don't know. That, that's, that's. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think, you know, we're looking at a story that, you know, if you've, if you've been in church for any length of time, right. I feel like almost every year, Yes. That I've been in church growing up, mm-hmm. the story of Jesus talking to the woman at the well comes up. Right, it does. Um, and so it's not an uncommon story. Right. Um, but Pastor Kurt was talking; he was he felt led to focus on that back end. He of did, it, which was right? so awesome. And and so you're talking about nourishment, and we can we can back it up a bit because when Jesus talks to the woman, she's going for for physical water, yes. and Jesus uses that as an opportunity to you know, call her attention to the living water, yes. the spiritual water. Right. He's like, I have water right. that if you drink of this, you're never going to get thirsty again. Right. And, we, and we know how the story goes. Um, and then you have his disciples who, they went off to find food because it's like, well, it's lunchtime. Sure, right. Uh, Jesus really wanted to come to Samaria for yep. whatever reason. But was we're, right, right, but we're hungry, so we'll go get food. Jesus can do his thing. Um, and then they come back and they, they, you know, he's, he's like, I have food that you know nothing about. Right, right. Um, and I feel like there's just such a parallel there for us spiritually where it's, yeah, like our salvation is like mm-hmm. that living water yes. that quenches that, right. that dryness yes. of our sin mm-hmm. and, our, and our, our, our depraved state where we are dead. Yes. So we yes. have this living water. Right. But then our nourishment, like Jesus's nourishment comes from doing the will of his father yes, and, and living on his words, right. which comes from the intimacy. Yes, yes. It's a sustainability, right? Because again, that living water for her, it was really a healing 
It was her woundedness. Mm. It was all her sins, all, you know, and, and Jesus says, I'm giving you something that has eternal value, which is the living water. And, and so then the sustainability of the, what the disciples are being now taught is being in, in that Father's presence, being in the Word, meditating, because that's going to bring you into yeah. ministry. That's going to bring you into what mm. Jesus was like. I'm full. Right. Like, man, I just had a good, tasty meal. And, yeah. and, and healing this woman and bringing her to the place of the Father in restoration. And Amen. so it's, but, but it's, it's not one or the other. I think, like you said, it's, it's, the, it's the eternal salvation and that part of when we're awakened and the Spirit now resides in us. And now we're practicing is what are we eating mm-hmm. or what are we drinking right. spiritually? Right. And, uh, you know, Pastor Kurt, this was later in the message, but he brought up that example of uh, that man that, that the Lord brought to him yes. that he ministered to in the stop and shop parking lot. Right. And, and Pastor Kerr emphasized, I was just a conduit. Yes. Yes. I love that. So how do we be a conduit? How do we prepare to be a conduit? And then how are we a conduit? Because I feel like that's, that's like, a, like the enzyme in this whole process. It really is. I, I think one of the greatest uh, lessons that the disciples were learning, and it was we learn, is humility. Um, it, it's really kind of taking what we think even in the practical food part, which again was not wrong, and they were caring for them, but then the spiritual nourishment or the ability to be humble enough to say, I want what the Father has. I, I, I need his heart. I don't know how to do this. Mm-hmm. I could go out to stop and shop or whatever, but if I'm going for my own plan or I'm going what I think I should bring, I'm going to humble myself to understand that because I spent an hour with the Lord this right. morning and he, he nourished me, I have an overflow. So when I get to Walmart or stop and shot or my wife or my kids, yeah. there's something of nutritional, spiritual mm. value because I've emptied myself out and I've allowed the spirit of the Lord to now permeate me and, right. and, and transfer to other people. So I, I, I feel like for me, it's a humility of, I don't know everything, and yet I want to understand wisdom and the Holy Spirit. And the only way I can is have a kingdom mindset or eternal perspective, as Pastor Kurt said, but it has to be something that I'm willing to surrender and give up and discipline myself every day, just like I started working out again. Right. Know? Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> You're looking really good. <laughs> um, yeah. And, you know, I was thinking about the conversation I had with you the other day mm-hmm. when I came in to meet with you right. um, and how from that conversation, like, you know, the challenge for me personally was like, okay, look at, look at your time. Right. How are you using, how am I using my time? Right. Yeah. There's a lot of things where I'm being productive for mm-hmm. the Lord and I'm doing yes. things with him, you know, that are good, but where is the nourishment for me coming right. and that time alone with him? And, yes. and, and Pastor Kurt brought up how Jesus went away. He did. He went away to be with the father. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see this all the time. Like you'll see, like he had the crowds, right. ministered to the crowds, but then Jesus was always, you know, going away. Right. Alone, even a, apart from his disciples. Right. And, and that, to me, is like, you know, the, the beginning of being a conduit is I first have to be. Yes. Right. Just kind of what you asked me about. Yeah. My insight and gleaning. And again, Jesus was a very productive, and, and I think he had sort of a busy life. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a lot going on all around him. And I think there were moments where he would just focus, just like he did with the Samaritan woman, focusing on the Father's love and grace and mercy for her so that there was going to be something of eternal value for her mm-hmm. to be deposited into yeah. so that she could, because she went off. Right. She right. dropped her 
right. jug and jar. Yeah. And she went where? She was pouring now into people yes. of what just transpired nutritionally. Yes. Right? And, and, you know, I, an insight that the Lord like really brought me to over the last few days, like from our, from our mm -hmm. conversation is this being, it's not supposed to be work for me. Right. It's actually right. supposed to be a time where we receive, I receive yes. directly from the Lord and yes. I allow him to pour into me. Right. Exactly. And I'm just, I just got that picture of, you know, when Jesus washes the disciples feet, yes. right. that's what it's supposed to be. Right. Yeah. And I have to get over that, that impulse or attitude that Peter had where it's like, oh, not me, Lord. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and, you know, it's interesting too, that, um, the, the shift that Jesus has with this woman, um, almost as if like disciples, you, you're, you're getting this, but I'm really teaching you something because she had everything. Remember we were just talking about, she didn't lack anything in that moment. I mean, she had been completely healed and restored, and and I'm sure she was going to go make right whatever mm -hmm. yeah. guy she was living with oh, or yeah. make that yeah. right. But she went full, complete, and whole. Mm -hmm. And so again, it's that releasing and surrendering, even the act of work, mm -hmm. you know, into the being, so that when we are in the service of ministry, it's like it flows. What, it that. flows. Yeah. And and it's it's a it's a completely shift of our mindset, right? Because I think part of Humility is really understanding that I don't have to do this for the Lord. Yes, He's already done it. You exactly. said that it's finished. Yeah. And now with the Spirit, right. you know, coming inside of me and being that 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 vessel of of grace and mercy, um, it makes it easier. I've learning just over the years that I do less and I be more, mm. and it's a constant mm. practice because, like we were talking about the other day, um, there's a lot of productivity and a lot of great things. But sometimes just to sit, we almost have to take a little time to just detox mm -hmm. or just unwind enough to say, let me just breathe in, you know, the yes. spirit of the Lord. Or let me just take a word or, or a passage or a verse and just marinate in it. And it's so counterculture yeah. for where we live in. Yeah. I think, well, I mean, you know, Paul writes about these things where it's like you're saved by grace. Right. It's, it's, it's not because of your good work. It's not because of anything you've right. done. Right. So that being is, that is mine. Like God yes. has given that to yes. me. Yeah. And then the good works, the, the sowing and the reaping, which we'll, we'll yes. get to that. Yeah. That's not so that I can then earn that place of being. Right. It's supposed to flow out of that. Right. And when you, your identity is so in Christ. And like you said, we empty ourselves because mm -hmm. I have to do mine every day. You know, it's just emptying myself out of any of my flesh or anything that I think I need mm -hmm. significance or yes. value because it's all there. And once that happens, there's a healed and restored Wally, you know, living in this identity of Christ. And so the ease of, of walking into a store or having an opportunity for somebody to come up to me, right. I, I don't, it's almost like it's, it's, it's I don't want to say automatic, but there's a spirit, right. a rhythm that takes place because I'm in the practice of it. Exactly. And I'm because not even you thinking, know who you are. <laughs> right. And it's not just that you know who you are. The father has told you who you are. Yes. And that and that is something, you know, we don't have a lot of fathers in right. this in, in this mm -hmm. time. Right. But that's a role of the father is to impart identity to the yes. child. Yes. Yeah. That's so and good. And he gives us that. Right. And I I think just, you know, the sowing and reaping too, and I know we're gonna get into that. Um, it, it's 
for me, it's always been about reaping. Like I, I always think about the fruit. Right. I want to see the results. Uh, right. Yeah. You know, and, and my heart in that is really for one to become healed and restored mm-hmm. and come to Jesus, whether it's a new salvation or whether it's somebody being, you know, brought back as a prodigal son. We talked about that a little bit. But this this sowing, like I, I want to learn, you know, what it is just to 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 be in that place, like almost like under a waterfall, and I'm just, you know, getting cooled by the water and and I can feel the refreshment mm. of it, or just smelling the the sweet aroma of Jesus. So it's almost sensory, you know, of yeah. just smell of roses. I mean, just stop, yes, yes. close my yeah, eyes, stop, yeah. or whatever, because distractions of work, distractions mm-hmm. of ministry, or even the fruit or the reaping, you know. And so it's cool. That whole sowing and reaping is interesting too. I'd love to I think we talked a little bit about it, but I'd love to keep going on that yeah, too. Yeah, <laughs> so t- take us in, take us into that. Because from the being, we then go to living the way we ought to. And, and as Pastor Kurt says, we're either sowing or reaping. I think sometimes we're doing both. I, yeah. Uh, so take us into that. <laughs> so I love the fact that, you know, he, he mentioned the grandfathers or, or the forefathers and the foremothers, the, the ones that went before us, that sowed, that prayed over this land, over this region. You know, he's talking about Providence and, and all those years. And so I, I, the faithfulness of the sowing and the dedication and commitment, I, I believe, Luke, as we were just saying, that is the being, you know, the sons and daughters. And taking like eternity or taking the kingdom and pulling it forward through their prayers and through intercession. And I, I feel like some of them got to see the reaping of, of some of that, even if it wasn't another person. They may have not seen the fullness mm-hmm. of it because we know that even, you know, in, in the Bible. Abraham and Sarah. Right. Yeah. And yet I, I, I think internally or through the spirit of the Lord, oh, yeah. there's a belief mm-hmm. in the reaping, even like walk by faith, not by sight or have hope in something you can't see. So I feel like it's both, um, but I, I, I don't want to focus on both of them separately. Somehow there's a, there's a synergy or, 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 or in, they integrate yep. together. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think there's mysteries in some of it, but I feel like for me, it's like I want to sow with the expectation that the Holy Spirit will reap and he'll be responsible for that and still be a part of it. Mm-hmm. So what would you say like sowing looks like in, in regular everyday actions? What do you think that looks like, either for you personally or just you know, like what comes to your mind? So uh, I was really contemplating this because I was okay, like, cool. I, I asked, I asked Pastor Kurt a little bit. I said, "Am I a sower or a reaper?" <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking to him a little bit, and, and we had yeah. a little bit of a we dot. love labels. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. And 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 so as I was thinking about the sowing for me, uh, one, you know, sowing into my wife, you know, really being able to uh, be present with her and, and love and cherish her and 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 the spirit of the Lord and 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 my daughter Haley and Brandon, mm-hmm. it's you know sowing into them. But it's really about being Jesus. I mean, I, my prayer right. is is not for me to preach mm-hmm. about Jesus. I, I mean, there's moments where yeah. I may teach, oh, yeah. but it's how does my character like sow into my family and into anybody that's around me that they've they, I've spent time with Jesus. Like yeah. that's what I want to be. I don't have the degrees. I don't have all the right. But I, I've spent time with Jesus. So. For me, the sowing is being mm-hmm. in the sonship and being able to really uh, almost transfer the spirit of the yeah. Lord from my mm-hmm. my countenance or my attitude or my character. Yes. And what I've seen through that is people start to be transformed, not by right. me, right. but the remember I'm a conduit. Well, because again, we're, we're right. You're a conduit. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so 
And that's always a whole nother thing too that I got to get over. It's like, it isn't me, but yes, I know it's a, but it's the conduit, but it's the dedication and commitment that I spend with the Lord to be like him. And so the reaping for me is, is men being transformed and renewed, marriages being right. healthier, kids that now have a, a father. So I see these uh, little sprinkles, if you will. Um, most of them are kind of small. Yeah. But there's something yeah. coming down the road that yes. I don't I pray into, but I don't have to even know or see all of it. Right. I've had to release a lot right. of that though. Right. And and you know, I, I as you were talking about sewing, I'm just reminded of okay, if we just look at what sewing is, it's it's scattering seed. Yep. Okay. Yep. So you're you're scattering seed on dark dirt. Right. Okay. Right. So you're looking at something where there is nothing there. And that's where sometimes we can get discouraged because sure. we're like, okay, I'm sowing. I'm, I said what the Lord wanted me to say. I'm acting the way I want, uh, the way the Lord wants me to act in this situation mm-hmm. with this person, but I'm not seeing change. Right. And it's like, well, that's, that. so that's, that, that's exactly what sowing is, is, is you are planting and putting out mm-hmm the spiritual seeds of you know righteousness right. and and the message of salvation right. if right. it's someone who's unsaved yes and the result isn't always there because it's right. sowing it is it takes it a is. while for the seeds to germinate Patience. but they land yeah okay yeah. so do not get discouraged and paul says that do not mm-hmm. grow weary in well-doing and we and for our conversation we can say do not grow weary in sowing Amen. Amen. because in due season you shall reap Right. If you not lose heart. Exactly. And and for me, it's the humility part again, going back to that posture, which I'm obediently scattering the seeds. Mm-hmm. I'm obediently, Lord, this one, you yes. want me to sow into this yeah. one? Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And even if it's patiently waiting, that's why I said sometimes it's it's little incremental steps. Yeah. But it's not about me. And mm-hmm. so I think part of the discouragement used to come where I mm-hmm. wanted to have the results. Right away. That, right. Yeah. Like, come on, overnight. Right. Like, let's go. Like, the seed's there. Right. And so, again, just thinking through what, what, the, what Jesus, even him, you were going to do greater things. So he sowed and he sowed and he planted seeds. And again, we've seen a lot of the, the reaping of that. The disciples actually took it to the next place because of even that watching Jesus, right. you know, with that nutritional and, and the way he was, he was loving that woman. So I think, you know, there's a, this is probably a really good discipline of sowing and reaping and kind of really getting into wh- what, how do I define that for me? Just like you were asking and, and what does it look like for the Holy Spirit to really bring me to places where I can be strategically praying or intentionally praying, but then there's a random guy that comes out of a stop and shop. Right. But you know, Pastor Kurt said he was sowing and praying and then looking for an opportunity for that moment. Right. And then there was the reap. Oh, yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, there's there's a whole, uh, you know, there were other people probably in that guy's life. Right. That had sown. Yes. Yeah. And they right. could have gotten discouraged. Yeah. Right. But yeah. then Pastor Kurt is there and it's like all that stuff, all those things that people had said to that man over the years or even prayers from. Right. We don't even know. Like we, right. we do not know. Right. But everything came together where it's okay. So Jesus prompted that guy to go ask Pastor Kurt for help yes. and money. And what did Pastor Kurt said? He said, right. 
you came to me. I was the right guy. Yeah, God brought you to me. Yeah, Yeah. because I've been an empty vessel, and I've been waiting for this opportunity and praying for it. And so I believe the Lord will bless us. I Mm -hmm. really do. I mean, when we're obedient and we're dedicated to be with Him and to really get into that place where we're abiding in Him, you know, at those opportunities, we should expect them at some point in time, and almost like go after them. Uh, because we do want to, we want to mm-hmm. sow, yeah. and and again, and then ask the Lord, Lord, you know, with that, can we, uh, we can we see a, 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 a tinge of Your Spirit, mm. just like you know He talked about praying for Him, and and literally there was a physical kind of manifestation of the yes. Spirit of the Lord. Oh yes, you know? oh yes, and you know sometimes the the manifestations come and sometimes they don't. Correct. Again, it's a it's we walk by faith. Yes, and then the Lord will give us those little gifts yes. along the way. Yeah, I, I think it's a practice of. Um, being okay with how the Lord operates yep. and surrendering our thinking, mm-hmm. because again, we think more on results. Yeah, we we think of the tangible, you know, the the the, the sights that we can see, the smells. Yeah, but again, sometimes it's in the a little murmur. Mm-hmm. It, it's in that little tinge, and then that person could meet you a week right. later. I might yeah. not have seen anything, yep. but he comes to you and goes, "That guy prayed for me," and I'm like, and you know, and right. so again, sometimes right. the Lord has people yes. lined up uh-huh. so that you're planting a seed oh, and yeah. then another one plant yep. and then one reaps and mm-hmm. it's like praise god yeah and you know paul paul talks about that you right. know like some of us planted the seeds mm-hmm. others water yes um and then others like they reap but it's it, it's sometimes it's we sow and then other times okay you're tending a plant right yeah you know? and i exactly. think sometimes that can look that looks like when we're called to you know, say something difficult to someone. Yes. It's, it's like, I got to tend this garden. Like you right. got some weeds here. I just right. want to point that out. So the confrontation yeah. and love. And yes. sometimes when we're in those places, yeah. you know, it's the pruning and the Lord's going to do the pruning, the Holy right. Spirit. Oh yeah. But we may be able to see something that needs to be corrected. And yeah. so lovingly. Yes. Correct. Because sometimes yeah. people get stuck. And yeah. and so I, this whole message, uh, I feel like the harvest is such a, um, it's, it's so ripe. I mean, Pastor Kurt talked about that. He talked about talked about the the younger generation, right? Mm-hmm. And I think this sowing and reaping is really a discipline for us to get back into that place of nutrition, that yes. place of spiritual disciplines. Because even the disciples couldn't heal somebody, and they asked why. It was because of prayer and fasting. Mm-hmm. So again, it's just it, I love it because I feel like even at sixty three, I'm still growing and learning. Right, and and it's not. It's not that there's new ways. I'm just learning the way of the master. Mm. And and I'm getting shifted into being conformed in this kingdom rhythms and, yes. and, and this place in which Jesus laid it all out. There's, there's nothing new under the sun. It's a matter of the newness and the freshness becoming in me so that I can surrender more towards him. Mm. Mm. And, you know, I, I this was a point that Pastor Kurt brought out. And he said, everything the Lord has put in front of us is specific. So he's saying that everything in your life um, is there for a purpose. God wants to use every, every aspect of your being, your, your career, your, where you find yourself. And he says that it's, a, it's an eternal, it's calling us back to that eternal perspective. Yes. So looking at everything that we have, every 
place that we walk, every person we encounter from that eternal perspective. Right. And he says that when we do that, um, it turns our world upside down. Yes. And he he used the analogy of the matrix and it's like, I'm awake now. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. And and because that's what happens when we have spent time with the father and we know who we are, right. then my life is no longer ordinary. It's right. extraordinary. Right. And we're fools for Christ. Right. I mean, yes. he was talking about sometimes, you know, we do these crazy things maybe that the world would see oh yeah and they don't make quite sense and yet you know the lord says i want you to be radically conformed into my way mm -hmm. and and again i think when people see that they might be a little bit perplexed just like you know the yep. disciples were yep. and 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 they're like this is not ordinary or this is definitely cross-cultural or counter-cultural but the more that people see yeah that this is the way, like yeah. this is the right way. Absolutely. Everything else is yep. upside down. Oh yeah. The kingdom and, is right side and up. And I had listened to a, a, another sermon um, from, from, from another church and the guy was talking about, um, you know, the parable of the sower. Right. And he's like, all we're called to do is scatter the seed. Yes. The sower throws the seed. Right. And it hits all the different types of ground. Right. I am not supposed to decide what is good ground and what is bad ground. That's really good because I think sometimes um, we can, I can, mm -hmm. you know, get into the place. Let me choose. Mm -hmm. Let me pick and choose. And the Lord has brought a lot of people into my life that I would not choose. Yep. They just wouldn't be people that I want to hang out with or people that I want to minister to. And he's allowed me to be in this place yeah. where I can see now. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm just being honest, yeah. like, and, and even, even sort of pastorally, um, he's shown me his grace yeah. and mercy and the people that I would have never chosen are amazing. Oh, like, I, oh I, know. It, I know. It's almost yep. as if, man, this, so it, it blows everything away from my own comfort zone or my own, you know, intellect or understanding and that's why the human understanding doesn't always work, mm -hmm. right? It's the it's a wisdom and and the and the perfection of the divinity. Yeah, no, the the pastor he brought up uh, this example. He's like, some of you you want to be like spiritual snipers, yeah, and like right. hone in. It's like that one. Yeah, he's like, but no, you're supposed to be like Rambo and go. Right, it's spread. Right, and and because I think when we are obediently casting all the seeds and putting them out there then the Lord will do the choosing. Yes. And, and again, I love the peripheral. I love, uh, I, I think Pastor Kurt mentioned too, just, you know, I seen that movie, Jesus Revolution. I was like, whoa, mm. that was so cool how God brought, you know, this crazy radical guy into this conservative and, and then the whole revolution of, of the, the hippie movement. Right. And so again, I think we're in another place there. I think that, you know, we look, we got to, I need to look at people the way Jesus looks at them yes, and see that, okay, so they're wounded or they have something that they're stuck or have bondage or, or, or they just, they're wrong. Yeah. But, but what is it about the woman at the well that Jesus seen so profoundly right. that he loved her so much and knew that she was going to be a missionary, actually the first one probably to go into Samaria and mm. give the gospel. Yeah. And so it's, it, I feel like, this this mindset, this kingdom mindset, eternal yeah. perspective oh, yeah. is so important for us at the yep. church, so important for us as Christians, because I think we lost some of our ways. Oh yeah. Um, and, yeah and I it's funny because like you're, you know, we're we're talking about like how 
Jesus interacted with the woman at right. the well. And I listened to another sermon and, and the guy, the pastor was talking about how Jesus was full of grace and full of truth. Yes. So he wasn't like that's right. full grace, part truth right. or, or all truth, yes. part grace. It's right. full of grace, full of truth. So he, he confronts her about he every aspect he of her sin, He does, but he does it in a way that is completely gracious. Right. It's like the truth that came was so loving and gracious mm -hmm. that it set her free. She was actually free right. now from trying to find a guy yes. that she was wanting mm -hmm. to love. And now she found Jesus, mm -hmm. right? The man that only could give her the love that she's been seeking after. And then truth set in and it freed her. You're right. And, and I think that that's kind of one of those areas that I think Pastor Kurt talked about going on one side or the other. And, and, I, I am the one to bring the truth because he's the one that makes the way. And, and it's his truth that even comes through me as an empty vessel. And how the Lord wants to you know, manifest his spirit in that person that may be off, I trust him on that. Mm. I can't come up with my human, hey, let me get a skill. Let me get a, you know, how's this going to work? Let me set up a strategy, right? It's, it's, it's more about the Holy Spirit yeah. setting up the person to listen to the Holy Spirit because that's ultimately going to bring them to salvation. Amen. It's not how much I say Amen. or what I say. Yeah. It's loving that person even if they are yep. struggling mm -hmm. with, with same-sex attraction or yep. whatever that is yep. or gender. It's like, let me love them the way Jesus yes, does God. and bring yeah. the truth. Yes, help us be full of grace and full of yeah, truth. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Full of grace and full of truth. Oh, yeah. that's so good. Um, so now we come to reaping because... Mm -hmm. Let, let, let's let's get to the good part because yeah. we yeah. are going to get to reap. Yes. Because that's what Paul says. Yes. He's like, yeah. you in due time, you will reap a harvest if right. you do not lose heart. Yes. And then Jesus further on in that passage in John 4 talks about how what we what we reap are the souls of people. They are, they are people. Yes, that's it. That's the people. Yeah. And Jesus called us to be fishers of men. So it's, yes. it's bringing, bringing people back in. Right. Um, so... What is, you know, I, th I'm just, I'm just saying like, we have to press in yes. and allow ourselves to be willing right in order to, to take do that. And it is risky. Yeah. 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 And it, it's stepping out in faith. Right. And again, it's, it's back to the nutritional part. How much am I being, how much am I reading? How much am I studying? How much am I trusting the Holy Spirit? To give me the the courage, yes, and and the and the willingness and the accessibility to empty myself out, and to step into that person that is struggling with something that I have no, I right. I don't have any experience. Oh in. yeah, I, I I am I can empathize him only from the spirit of the Lord, and so the what the Lord's given me and it's been I say I'm the richest man in the world. It's 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 watching marriages be restored. Mm -hmm. It's being able to see, you know, a husband come out of an addiction or, or a dad come out of something that he's been stuck in bondage and be delivered. And all of a sudden his eyes open, he's awakened. Remember that awakening? Yes. And, and then, then I'm able to see and experience like a family now moving into a place where they're being nourished and right. they're sowing right. and they're actually reaping. So it's this multiplication of reproduction. Absolutely. And, and, yeah. and it's one person at a time. Right? Yes, it is. It's one it is. soul at it's a time. Term, yes. It's, it's, yes. The, it, it's, it's not having to do the masses because no. that yeah. will happen. Yep. But, but that will happen through the Lord. And if it's one person that he says to focus on at this moment, and however time that takes, 
Because sometimes I want to. But that's do... what the angels in heaven focus on right. too. So we, you know, he says celebrate. even if just one person, they celebrate. Right. So it's it's focusing in on the one. Yes, and that's really important, Luke, too, because I I'm not really always good at that. Um, because I I want to remember I said I, yeah. I so the Lord's <laughs> been really focusing even when I'm talking to somebody on Sunday morning in the lobby or something. I have they have my full attention now. Where yep. before I was distracted by hey I want to talk to that. So again, the Lord's been really focusing right. me personally mm-hmm. on the one. And again, I think it starts with our family. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, it starts yeah. my family. Oh yeah, starts with my wife yeah. and my kids, and then from the overflow, yes. and, and the and the more we can overflow, mm-hmm. the Lord blesses you to sow now, the oversow. Oh, I love the that. oversow yeah. and 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 the That's reaping cool. from that because yeah. order is really important. Um, and I think we're at a time, Luke. I really do. I feel like our church is being prepped. You know, I think this region is being prepped, and so we we've got to wake up. And and oh yeah, and, yeah. And really come alongside the phrase that I've just had in my head, like as we've been talking, is just in my lifetime. Yes, and yes. It, and, and there's an excitement that comes. There with is, that. and we need to live from that excitement yes. and pray and like Lord, and declare it. Let me see it in yes. my lifetime. Right. Yeah. Prepare me, use me in my lifetime, so right. I can see these things happen. Yes, because again, you said the promise that the Lord's given us is is we will see the reap of that harvest, and we'll see souls, and we'll see people. And then again, they get to carry that on. And even as we pass on to paradise, you know, we're going to know yeah. that they're taking it to a greater place and yeah. to an expansion that yeah. is beyond what we can imagine. But again, it's understanding that from that place of intimacy with the Father, He will lay people or a person on our heart. Yes. And we bear with that person. Yes. But in order to live that way and be content with understanding, oh, I'm focusing in on this one. It comes from knowing like, well, this is the person that the father placed on my heart. Right. So even when I don't yeah. see the results, I know I'm going to see something. I know that because what he starts, he always finishes. He does. And the obedience of staying in that place, even though you don't see it, because there's so much happening inside. Mm-hmm. And again, just being with people for long periods of time, I've asked them like, I didn't see anything for a month or two months. What yeah. was happening? Oh, there was so much going on. There was so much happening that I couldn't even say, I couldn't even talk about, but the spirit was working. So again, there's so much internal that's happening in the transformation. And again, that's what you said, just be patient yeah. and take your time and don't miss out on the long term of it right. or, or the sustaining right. of it. Yeah. It, it, I think it's going to be longer than shorter because Jesus took three years for the disciples. And when I say that, I'm saying God can work in amazing speed. But to really get the nutritional value, oh, yeah. right? Like we yep. just talked about. Yeah. And, and you know, getting to be part of different, like what I would call like reaping moments. Yes. There is a satisfaction that we feel like a, a uh, you know, like, wow, I got to be part of that. Yeah, joy. But in all of those situations, there's always this big awareness that's like, it's not about me. It was never I know. about me. I, I just, right. I was the conduit. Yeah. But it wasn't about me. And so it's... It, Again, it's all, it's all God. Yes. And the more I come ter- to terms with that as you are, it's like it becomes so much easier because it's not about me. It's never and, about and, me. Yeah. And some of them are so crazy mm-hmm. that I knew it wasn't me because even when I started, I'm like, this, there's just no way. Yeah. Like almost sometimes my doubt, you know, the Lord says, test me. Test me on this. Yeah. And and I think stepping into that, I'm going, okay, I'm going to be like going. And when I say test me, it's like, t- 
take oh, take yeah. take the oh, trust. Yeah. Yep. You know, you, you like you know, just like with finances, like okay, test me. I, you know, yep. you don't have a lot of finance. Well, tithe or or, or mm-hmm. be in that place of stewardship, and I'll show you. Yeah, you know? and and I think that's why like uh, you've done you did Markman for years and years, yes. and 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 you're still in it, and it's and it's like, um, you know, I I've gone through it, I've I've served in it, and I think that's why uh, for anyone that's ever done it, yeah why it's so fulfilling is because it's like this fast track of sowing and reaping. Yes. Yes. And you, but again, you come away knowing, okay, this was not the staff. Right. Right. This was God. Yes. yes, This is always, it's always been God. It's so bigger than us, buddy. (laughs) Um, And and if you've uh, just a little plug to the men out there, if you've, if you've never been to a Markman Mm -hmm. weekend, there will be another one at the end of of August. August. You can still sign up uh, MarkmanForChrist.org. That's right. Uh, So go sign up. Uh, You will not regret Mm it. Um, And then serve. Yes. And you will, if if you're, if you've been listening to this conversation and you're feeling uh, either jaded or, or just not alive or dull, right. Put yourself in positions where God moves and God moves on those weekends. (laughs) And, and, And what I would too encourage you, if you're feeling like this, sowing and reaping is struggling, you know, come along somebody else yes. and just allow yourself to be with someone else, to be in that place of encouragement and and just walk with somebody that is in that victory, not to kind of like throw it in your face, but to say, you know, what does this look like? How do I get into the practices? Because you have to walk with someone. You have mm. to be in a community. Again, if you're not in a greenhouse, you're not in any kind right. of small community, you need that because you're going to see the nutrition. You're going to see the vitality of others around you. And it's not going to be always in words. It's just going to be about no. how they, how their, how their characters are. Absolutely, um, yeah. Because we we model for each other yes. in our in our walk, yeah. um, and that's something else. You know, get rid of the because Satan tries to throw in all these different mm-hmm. weeds in in right. uh, every part of the process. Sure so he, he comes to steal, yep. to kill, and to destroy, right. and that can look like Pastor Kurt was talking about. You're scrolling on your phone. All right, right. You, you've been dulled now. Yes. You're not focused. You're not focusing outward. Right. Um, it can look like discouragement. Mm-hmm. Okay. Again, discouragement. What happens? It causes me to focus on myself exactly. and my weaknesses. Exactly. And I'm not looking at the father and, and how he's equipping right. me and how it's really him who's doing everything, it not is. me. Yeah. And then with comparison, that's a big thing too. When we start to compete with one another, when yes. we see how someone mm-hmm. else is operating and then I'm not, it's right. like, no, pause. Yes. Reset. Look at how mm. look at how the father manifests and has equipped that person. Exactly. See it for what it is. It's the father's equipping. Right. And you will find that you will become equipped. You will. From yeah. that place. And your unique chosen uh, identity and, and the way that God's wired you. And, and again, that's why it's good to be around other people because they can see that gifting when you can't see it and they mm. can encourage you. Yep. And edify you to bring you back into the sowing and reaping of the harvest because it's here, Amen. it's now. Time Amen. is short. Amen. Amen. And you know, that's just another practical thing that mm-hmm. was coming to my mind. When you see the father's gifting in someone else, yes. speak that to yes. them and tell them, Yeah, you are gifted this way. Right. Like, wow, like it is, right. a, it is so special how the Lord has made you so compassionate or yes. what you did with that individual that was so beautiful. Because when you do that, you are cooperating with the Holy Spirit. You're seeing what the Lord's doing in their life. Yes, yeah. and you are calling out their identity. Yeah, you're 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 actually sowing into them what the yes. Lord can reap, and and it's so beautiful. And and I think again, we need to encourage and affirm people more. 
Because I think some of us, sometimes, you know, we're thinking about all the stuff we're not doing or how much we should reap. Right. But I think if we can encourage and yep. affirm us, great, Luke. Because, I, I just keep getting yeah. this picture of a, of a toolbox and how yeah. we're, we're walking around with toolboxes and we have different tools in our right. box that right. the Father has put in there. Yep. And sometimes uh, I have a tool, but I don't know how to use it that well. Right. Well, there's other people that have that exactly. same tool. I learn from them. Yes. And then I can look at someone else's box and they're like, I'm struggling with this. And it's like, right. oh, because you need this. And right. I have that in my toolbox. Yes. Right. So then I can share it with them. Exactly. That's awesome. So good. So, wow. There's a lot there, huh? Yeah. So <laughs> as we uh, wrap up, uh, what are uh, some final encouragements, uh, some thoughts or prayer for us or yeah. Where do you want us to go? For, where should we go from here? Like, I would say the takeaway for me today, and I think for both of us, is spend some time with dad. Mm. You know, take that time, uh, allot that time, put it in your calendar today. You know, I like in the morning. I mean, that's just a fresh time. But take whatever that is, I think, get in the habit of just spending some time in the Word, spending some time meditating, and ask the Lord about sowing and reaping for you personally. I, I would look at scriptures for that. I mean, you can go back to John, and, and, and there's so many different ways that Jesus did that. But I think really a takeaway would be be nourished mm. by the spiritual, uh, by the Holy Spirit, and, and, and look to even sacrificing some of the things that you think you're nourished on or think you're looking to be nourished on. And just let the Holy Spirit give you the insights of mm. the true nourishment that you need. And from there, the sowing and reaping, it's going to be easy. It's going to be, Amen. you know, in the in the in Amen. the really striving of that. Amen. All right. Would well, you just close us in yeah. prayer for today? All right. Well, Lord Jesus, thank you for being the master builder, uh, the master sower and reaper. Thank you for your love for us. Thank you, Dad, for being um, so good, so precious, and and calling us sons and choosing us and adopting us and Holy Spirit. You're such a great friend and a comforter. And would you empower us, Lord, every listener? Lord, would you bring them to a place even now to, to set on their calendar today or tomorrow the start of a reset for their walk with you, their talk with you, their mm -hmm. prayer, uh, reading scriptures in a whole new way? Give them lens. Give them eyes to see. Awaken them. Awaken them, Lord, if they've been sleeping. And Lord, give them blessing by sowing and reaping. And we just pray, Lord, that you would just continue to, to guide our church, his Providence Church, into the place of harvest. It's ripe. Lord, open our eyes to those right in front of us, mm, our yes, family Jesus. members, our marriages, our kids, uh, somebody in Walmart, somebody in Stop and Shop, our workplace. Lord, let us open our eyes wide to know the light of Christ resides in those who confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And we're salty. And we mm. want to be showing that off to others that need Jesus. So thank you for this time. We, we love you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, this is great. Now, thank you so much, Luke. <laughs> this is wonderful. Awesome. Well, everybody, I'm Luke. And I'm Pastor Wally. And that's The Breakdown. We'll see you next week. Yeah.